Hello, I'm Rita Ramnani. Adam has kindly asked me to record some kind of promo for the Oddcast Podcast UK. Apparently, I'm supposed to try and big the show up and make it sound all exciting and amazing. But if I'm truthfully honest, I never listen to the show. Because frankly, I have a life. And sitting around listening to three guys natter on about nothing isn't my idea of a good time. In fact, if I wanted to sit down and listen to inebriated idiots waffle on about how great Batman is, or whether a samurai sword is actually a katana, then I'd rather go down the local park and listen to tramps. At least that way I might see a fight or something. I mean, does Adam actually think people care about what he has to say? Do we care about his segments Star Watch, where they discuss about actors and actresses? We all have IMDb, Adam, so why are you bothering? Also... Having a segment called Go Back and Watch This doesn't make you some kind of critic. If I want to go back and watch a film, it won't be because you told me. So, the Oddcast Podcast UK. The podcast nobody is listening to. And I'm not surprised, really. Nobody wants to hear three Brits mumble their way through a podcast. So don't go to oddpoduk.wordpress.com and don't bother following on Twitter at Barker Podcasts and at Oddcast Podcast. It'll only depress you. Adam, stop podcasting. The Podgods Network would be a better place without you. Nobody's had the heart to say it, but it's true. Sorry, hun, but it's for your own good. I'm saying this as a friend. Okay, end of promo. Thank you. Thanks for downloading the podcast. It's a download. It's a download. You've downloaded it. You're about to listen to it. How amazing. Isn't that amazing, Mark? Wow. Yeah. Just sold your soul to the podcast devil. Going to be a northern party. Is it free? Hey, it is yes. completely free. Yeah, nobody free download. Yeah, we get loads of downloads actually. Uh, I think oh, well over two hundred and fifty last time. So yeah, oh, that's going to be all those people are going to be listening to your music, the Lemon Curd Kid. Oh joy! Um, that was a fun show, right? It's brilliant. Excellent. Oh no, that's the that's the afterwards. Shit, we've not done the show yet, have we? Continuity. It's going to be a brilliant show, isn't it, Mark? I hope so. It's like Looper. Adam. It's like Looper with Bruce Willis. Who's Bruce Willis? And who's Joseph Gordon-Levitt? I'm Joseph Gordon Gordon-Levitt. Is that yeah. a real name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah. Who's he's the? He was in Third Rock from the Sun, and then he was in Five Hundred Days of Summer, and he's in Inception, oh, yeah, Dark Knight yeah. Rises, and Luca. He's got makeup to make him look like a young Bruce Willis. It's really creepy because he does a bit. Big, big uh, beak. Is the show going to be great? It's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be awesome. We've got the Lemon Curd Kid. We're going to be playing music from the Milk, uh, the Lemon Curd Kid's new album, uh, with the Boy Who Kicked Back. Uh, we're going to be playing music from uh, Jellycats. the Jelly Cats, who are lovely, awesome guys, Pop really, band. really nice chaps. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have to address that. Uh, the Jelly Cats—it's it's sort of scar. Do you That's know what, what I that meant. is. Have you ever heard of skanking, Adam? Um, yeah, I think I have. Can you skank for us now? Is skanking like some kind of reggae thing. <laughs> He's, he's like Carl Pilkington for Tumford. <laughs> it's extraordinary. I love him. I just want to take him home and educate him. I am. In Why your did own. that sound sinister for me? I, because you are a sinister man. I'm not. I'm Good a very nice, sweet young man. 
who happens to be a bit rapey around fat bearded men. <laughs> so I've kept a beard. Ladies and gentlemen, the Planet Stations <laughs> podcast. Um, with me, Adam Barker and his facial cum catcher, and, <laughs> and Mark Burnside, the lemon curd kid. It's going to be an awesome show. Hope you enjoy it. Gentlemen, welcome to the Panic Stations podcast this Sunday. That was, of course, the Thundercats theme tune. Loving it. Yes, as our theme tune of choice this week, picked by Mr. Mark Burnside and lovely Mr. Adam Barker, who are both with me here in the studio. Lovely, studio. Mr. Adam Barker. Oh, I did spend most of the morning calling you fat. So. You did fat and every other name under the sun. You think that's insulting? The Thundercats are apparently loose. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> I always thought that was a bit mean. Poor old Chitara. <laughs> Love a bit of Chitara. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nowhere else to go with that one, is it? No. There's I was going to go on a whole u- unitard thing, but then, you know. The thing I don't understand, Thundercats, is that people go on about how fit she was. She's a cat. She's not a cat, she's a cat woman from... from uh, but she's where, still where a the cat. Name of the planet if, was you, came from. if you dated a girl and she said, yeah, my father was from Turkey, my mum was a cat, you'd be like, hang on. That doesn't sound right at all. I've had a few sexy pussies in my time. <laughs> oh. I like the way Mark's groaned. I heard him. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's an actual groan. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Panic Stations. It's Sunday. We're live. We're also available as a download. So hello to our live listeners and hello to our downloading listeners. What, what do we call them? Download a podcast. Dead listeners. Business. Live listeners and dead listeners. Dead listeners. Hello to our dead listeners. We've got the wonderful Mr. Mark Burnside, the lemon curd kid in the studio. Hello, Mark. Bonjour. Bonjour, indeed. Oh, may we? Big gates. Sausage. Sausage. Yeah, sausage. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is my possibly not as entertaining as it should be. Uh, his mic is on. Yes. Okay. No, it's not actually. I haven't turned his mic on. So yeah. Hopefully, Thank no one heard any of that. This is shambles. There you it go. It is an absolute <laughs> shambles. Look at that. Hello, Lemon Curd Kid. Hi. I turned the wrong thing off, Mark. Adam. Mark, Mark Adam, Mike, James, Adam, James. Right, for today, Mark, you can be whoever you want, because right. he won't get your name right anyway. It doesn't make any difference. Okay. I've only so. known you since the 80s. Really? Since, since the 80s? Was you born in the 80s? Well, yeah. I was. How old are you in you the 80s? Were not. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you both? You, you told I'm me you're 32. I'm 28. Are you the same age as me? Huh? He's a little bit older than me. No, it's untrue. You were in my sister's year at primary school. Yeah, and your sister was 28. Yeah, I think you said in your sister. <laughs> no, she's a lesbian. She is, yes. Yeah. She's lovely. Okay. <laughs> Hang on, do people know she's a lesbian? Or you just well, have to go like, my sister to yeah. all of the that time. <laughs> I think the fact that she's uh, she's got a, a woman <laughs> kind of gives it away. <laughs> she's got a woman. 
<laughs> that's it though. Yeah, what do lesbians have? Women. Yes. Uh, it's le- a fact. That's a panic Less station for fact, people. farting men, I'd imagine. Okay. So that's just a guess. Okay, I should apologise because uh, I was out quite late last night and I may not make any sense today. Um, Mark is uh, is looking delightfully fresh and, and ready for the day ahead as well, aren't you, Mark? No. <laughs> was it a staff do last night? It was a Christmas staff do last night. Nice. Yes. Adam, did you get drunk last night? Uh, I had some whiskey. Very nice. I had that new honey whiskey. Have you tried it? Oh, honey JD, yeah. Don't do whiskey. No? Uh, choice or it's dangerous yeah see a lot of people tell me that but I've never got I just beat my girlfriend up last night when I was drinking <laughs> it was fine she enjoyed it's it it's the way to do it I didn't really better say that just in case people do think that I'm a <laughs> well we've got my sister's been outed and you've come out as a wife beater I think it's we're Essex. doing well so far <laughs> what's, what's, what's the problem that's what happens it's not funny well, um, we're going to play a song now, and to start the show, uh, I've got a track from the wonderful and the marvellous uh, Jellycats, and this song... Not the Thundercats. Not the Thundercats. <laughs> okay. The Jellycats, and this right. is Hysteria. And that was the Jellycats and Hysteria. That so took a while there. <laughs> that was like a cut. That we were, well, we, 
we'd, he'd gone on to the next tune, it crossfaded into the next song, and I couldn't work out whether it was the end of the first track or not. So you pulled a plug. That was the that was the radio equivalent of just getting one of those rods out and just pulling someone off the stage. It really was. It's a good tune. The next tune that we just heard about five seconds of at the beginning is TWAT from the Jelly Cats, which spells twat, which is what I am for not cutting the song at the end of the song. They probably spent absolutely hours working on that ending. Yeah, <laughs> you cut. What I, what I hope is maybe they'll work into their set now. They'll now have to end that first just, song yeah. with the beginning of the next one every time they perform it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, God, this like is going to be a long that's, hour that's, and a half, isn't it? Very upbeat song, I like that. It is very upbeat. What, what type of music is that, Adam? That, <laughs> right, okay. Um, that is, um, I'm going to call it... Um, is that how that song went in your head? <laughs> to me, it's that, do you know what it sounded like? I don't very poppy. I'd say that's a pop song. Oh. That was a pop song for me. Have I just really... I'm leaving. Where's we cope? No, pop's fine. I, I think people get a bit upset about pop. Uh, as it's a term. popular music. It's it? popular. Yeah, it covers so many different areas, and you know, some of the great greatest songs ever are also the greatest pop tunes. Good Vibrations, I think, is the best pop tune ever recorded. I think that's an extraordinary song. Pretty say girls. Then. Yeah. Sorry. What is it then? What that song? What kind of music is it? Take a guess. Think about the beats. Where's the beats? Huh? Yeah. Oh my god! What dubstep is it? <laughs> we do? It's, it's dubstep. not dubstep. It's dubstep. Or speed carriage. <laughs> that wasn't dubstep. Or thunder tramp. What is it? Tell me. Grime. Grime. Yeah, it's grime. That wasn't grime. <laughs> Grime's dizzy rascal, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Oh. Would you like to introduce us, Mark? This is my my little daughter, Beth. Hello, Who's Beth. Making noise in the background. Can you say hi? No. no, very no. shy. Even <laughs> even though there's only three scary looking men in headphones. Beth, do you want to take my place? Because I don't know anything. You might put more input than I do. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time that uh, you've failed to be useful on the show. I said that to Mark earlier. He said, yeah, I've heard the show. <laughs> I know exactly what you like. That's how it works. Anyway, we are here and uh, we are, of course, Panic Station. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on locally. Yeah. And how great that is. Because um, what's been going on locally, Adam? Oh, uh, you tell me, Andy. Anything good? You tell me, Andy. Um, well, there's been uh, Hooga Comedy Night the other week. That went very well. Oh, that was amazing. You were there. You were Prop, actually there. Uh, props up to Gary Grubb. Yes, indeed. He had me in... St- I was crying. Is that his real name? I don't know. I believe so, actually. Yeah. Gary Grubb. Yeah, Gary yeah. Grubb. But he spelled his Born name G-A-R-I-E. I was like, that's just a bit... spacker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just confusing. I tried to tweet him. But uh, how funny was that, though? I was sitting there laughing at his gig... And uh, I actually cried. I actually had tears coming my eyes because it was that funny. Mm. And um, usually I'm sitting there, the key comes over, he's, everyone knows who he is, kind of thing. And he's like, I know you, I follow you on Twitter. Made my <laughs> night. I was like, yes. You love it, yeah. We had uh, a couple of very uh, local comedians with Tim Lee as well on the show. Funny. We should do a set funny together. Funny fat man. I'm sure he's going to appreciate that. Well, the first thing he said when he got up there, he called himself the Fat Justin Bieber. That is true. So <laughs> he was like the just Fat Justin Bieber as well. Uh, it's great, because last time uh, we mentioned the show, previewing that show, I mentioned Tim Lee and said that he looked like a, a shaved teddy bear. So now he's also uh, the short, fat, funny one. Didn't we say we were going to dress up as, like, Super Ted or something? Oh, that'd be so awesome. Maybe if we could unzip his skin in some way and he'd have a Super Ted outfit underneath. 
Slow the fluff comes out. They did that really dark. Mark's left. And there were, there were four other great comedians there as well. That was a good night, wasn't it? I enjoyed it. Yes. I love comedy um, I'm plugging it because I'm the compare, obviously. Um, yeah, you're all right, I suppose. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, you're lovely. You're too kind. I'm practically famous. Practically? Yeah. Yeah, but so was Jimmy Savile. <laughs> that is also true. I'm Pete. also practically a peat file. When I say practically, as in it's in practice, I... No, no. <laughs> I'm practising. <laughs> it's not a practising. <laughs> can, can you fail that test? <laughs> I, I'm Sorry, a, you didn't pass. I'm more of a paedophilic agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised that we've got a small child in the room as we speak. Did nobody warn Mark? Shaking her head. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Beth. Please don't listen to any of this. She's too busy touching your monkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cuddly toy. Cuddly toy! <laughs> We've lost me, sorry. Um, yes, we were going to talk about other things that went on. Um, last night, I had a good night. Last night? <coughs> last night, yeah. You said last night. Last night. Last night. I think that's the Travelling Wilburys. Yeah, of course they are. I don't know. All the strokes. <laughs> All the strokes. Last night. She said, yeah. See, I'm a singer. A singer? Yeah. Yep. In a band in my head. Carry on. <laughs> I went out, uh, went to uh, the Globe. You come uh, out or up, went out? Uh, up uh, Rainsford Road. And it was pretty awesome, actually. I hadn't been there for one of Shakey's nights before, but um, it works out quite well. They stick it in the front corner. Uh, live bands there so you've kind of got the nice yes this is awesome we ride up close with the band a nice area to sort of sit and listen and then the people at the bar who can you know stand around talking about their bets that they lost on the horses that day or whatever whatever the people that drinking the globe talk people about still, <laughs> do people still place bets on horses good god yeah such a boring sport to watch isn't it there's a man there who basically looked like he spent every day from waking up until going to bed in the pub in the globe. He's living life. That's cool. That, cool. I'm a little bit jealous he right must now. Must be about ninety as well. Well, that means he's got a long life. It's always the old people sitting at the end of the bar, isn't it? Yep. So how, how, how do they, you know, they go? How do, you, how do you live so long? Are you drinking every day? It's like well, my body's used to it now. That's because they're the only ones. The left. minute they all, stop, all their, all their friends have died. What else is there to do but sit at the pub and drink? Yeah, but how have they died? He, he left the pub. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't leave the pub if I was you. I, last time I saw it was Jimmy left the pub. He got hit by a bus the second he got out of the door. I don't know. My, my, my accent's wandering there. It's gone all summer set. Well, you didn't really start with an accent. You just sort of kind of amalgamated. I don't even know a word. Why do I try and say fancy words? Amalgamated is a real world. It's not the way I a said real it. Word. Oh. Stuff all around your beard. Not even your beard around your lips. Oh, it's, you've got white stuff around your mouth, Andy. Wipe it off. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> See, this is why we get guests in. So, so I have witnesses and alibis. <laughs> yes. So this sort of thing does go on. Anyway, yeah, no, that was a really good night. And uh, Chase the Enemy were down. Uh, the White Gospel played a blinding set. And uh, also, oh, feck it. I've forgotten what they're called. Jawbone Chin, something like that. You know James Brown. Not, yeah, uh, James yeah. Brown, but the other one. I'm just and Dan. Hand. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, and Dan <laughs> Bailey, yes. James Brown and Dan Bailey. Yeah, Simon Le Bon. It's a brand, brand new band, isn't it? Yes, Simon Le Bon. And they were really good. Yeah. Yeah. Simon Le Bon and James Brown. Yeah, something like Jimmy really and the Jaw... Jimmy and the Jaw create, creators. Yeah, they're good. Jimmy and the Jaw Smash, that's what they're going to be called for me, and they were awesome, and it was really good to see uh, them playing again, because they used to be in Sirens at Dawn, uh, who split up a little while ago, and uh, it was nice to hear James's voice uh, ring out in, in, a, in a public space yet again. You don't even know what you're talking about, um, do you? Uh, Chase the Enemy were down. Jess no longer has bad dreams. 
Oh yeah, poor old Jess. So just a little update on Jess from Chase the Enemy. She no longer has bad dreams. That's because Andy's no longer outside her window. I was chatting to the other members of the band last night. They did a little acoustic set. It went really well. They'd never done it before. Just two guitars and uh, her singing. I think it really, really worked. So I was chatting to the two lads on the guitars and I suddenly realised that I'm inherently sexist and slightly perverse. It's not good. <laughs> because I know Jess's name, the very pretty girl who sings. I don't know the names of the other members of the band at all. I do. Even though they're quite hot. Go on then, Alan. Young men. One name's called one's called Tom. <laughs> one's called Tom. And that's it. That's brilliant. As far as I've gone. It's, that's brilliant. Tom. Is he the hot one? <laughs> I think his name's Tom. Is he it might not even be a Tom. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, let me know. Is your name Tom? Is he the one with a really pretty little face? Like one of those young boy band members you'd like to he has a bum until they cry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Did you just bum till they cry? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm suffering from drinking too much yesterday. No, no, you're not suffering. It's just the way you are. But yes, that was a very good night. Um, it, it's been all sorts. And there's some great stuff coming up as well, which we'll talk about. Uh, well, we might as well talk about now before we get to the Lemon Code Kid. Um, TC's got a night coming up. Yes. Old Terry Crouch. Old TC. Old hey, TC. He's not, he's not old. He's very young. He's very youthful. He's got hey, a lot of face. Um, Ah, Johnny Be Good for the Love of Bob and Loxley on 14th of uh, December. That's the Black Bull Acoustic Nights. Uh, really good up there. The space is great. Have you been up there, Mark? I've played there. Yeah. Yeah, for Terry, actually. He's, he's one of the best promoters around on the, on the scene. He, he puts his heart and soul into it. Mm. He's got uh, the same initials as Top Cat. He has, yeah. And so. he, he likes to be called T. So he's like, a, he's like a little cat gangster. He's kind of a, a big catster. Cat. The gangster. Oh, gangster style. Shut up. <laughs> Get out. Leave my flat. Studio. Leave the studio. That's it. Your tiny, tiny flat. I know. It's, it's tiny but perfectly formed. And it's got writing on the walls. I should, so we say to all I should point this out. When I moved in, I did not specifically decide that I wanted to look like a serial killer um, and decided to scrawl on my walls. It's just that people come around and they can write on the wall. It was supposed to be arty. It just makes me look like a mental. And I live opposite of school. Shall I read some of them out? Yes, do it. You can if you like. Um, sex and drugs and rock and roll are all my brain and body need. That's very good. You did that in Ian Jury's voice as well. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, he was a cockney, wasn't he? Oh, no, he's from uh, Billy Ricky. Oh, same thing. <laughs> There's one that says, I hate Andy Paul. That, as everybody should have on their wall, something that says, I hate Andy Paul. They aim to misbehave. I think that was Marcus, our audience from last week. Don't just Master. sit there, do something. Yeah, advice I fail to follow every time I sit on my couch and read that. Probably my favourite is the one that just says, stop them. That's what they going to run out the door. Stop them! <coughs> I like the ding and bollocks. Good. This is not the best entertainment. What, what does this wall mean, Andy? Because it's a little bit disturbing. What's the, what's the, what's the <laughs> people can just scribble on it. It's great. So Andy invites people around and they just come around and just scribble <coughs> there, on it. There's wall. one that says burn. Yes. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Side. <laughs> burn. That's it. A little bit worried. But walk, you're all locked in here now, so... Walk quicker. Yeah. This is starting to get a bit dark. They stop them, burn, it's also, walk quicker. It's also really, really boring for everybody listening. Shall we move on from my mental wall? This is how Jimmy Seville got done. He <laughs> <laughs> started reading stuff off his wall. Right. Anyway, shall we move on? There's some stuff coming up as well. The December the 14th, get to the Black Bull for TC's night up there. With, beer uh, beer with festival as well, yeah. Beer festival as well. Boom. I can't wait for the beer festival in February, the winter beer festival from camera, because uh, they're doing it in Kegs Putting Field, which, wow. as you can see from behind me, is four seconds walk 
Which means we're going to get the drink and we're going to come back here. Do a yeah. podcast live. Hey! You're going to get drink, are you? Get you're drink. Get really drink. We're going to get a drink. <laughs> Shut up, Andy. Anyway, right, shall we play some music? Why not? We're panic stations. We should, really. I'm going to play a tune from uh, a very good uh, and celebrated young artist. Um, oh, actually, no, I'm going to go for an old one. Uh, it's the Lemon Curd Kid. He's got a new album out. We're going to be talking to him about it uh, very shortly. Um, but I'm going to start off by uh, playing one of the songs from the album, uh, The Magnificent Moving On. And that was Moving On from the Lemon Kern Kid. Um, rather marvellous track, I hope you all agree. Uh, I'm very excited to have him here because a couple of weeks ago now, Mark, uh, who is the Lemon Kern Kid, um, sent me the new album uh, that he's been working on for quite some time and I got to listen to it in its full fullness, in its full brilliance. 
And um, I've forgotten what I was going to say now. <laughs> it's really good, though. The album's great, Mark. Tar. I'm really impressed. The album's called... Uh, the Boy Who Kicks Back. Any particular reason for that? Uh, no, not really. The <laughs> shittest guest we've ever had. Um, yeah, do you like playing music? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's alright, isn't it's it? It's alright. Yeah. yeah. I've never done it. Can't play a single thing. Um, so, the album, let's actually be serious. It, it, it's been a work in progress for quite some time now, hasn't it? Yeah, it took us about six months on and off to finish completely. Mm. That's um, quite a lot of time to be uh, spending on a, a local album, I'm assuming, you know, yeah. there's a lot of love and a lot well, of effort in there. Yeah, I wanted to get it right, you know, I've recorded so many times before and not captured what I do when I play live. Mm. Um, so we a lot of emphasis on getting the feeling right for it. I think that's one of the things, I mean, there was a couple of things I noticed when I listened to it, one of them was how well it sort of sounds and feels like a real performance, rather than that very studio-based feel yeah. that you get with a lot of albums. Yeah, exactly. that's what we were trying to capture. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my daughter's trashed all flat. It's all right. Um, yeah, so yeah, it, it took a long long time, and um, you know, John, who recorded it, really put everything he had into it, his heart and soul, and... Mm. Um, and I, I'm really chuffed with it. It's so. incredibly well produced, I must say. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I love the fact that you came with the instruction from you to listen to it in the full, yeah. like an album should be listened yeah, to. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's a proper old old school. You know, we didn't want to make an album full of songs that uh, people would just download one song from, you know, mm. iTunes. We wanted it to be a piece of of work, the whole the whole concept. Like, not a concept album, but a whole entire piece of work, which is... Yeah. Why there's little ditties in between songs, and which is lovely. Like it's, it's, um, I'm going to play one uh, later on in the show, but it's 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 nice to have that little bits in between the tracks, little instrumental breaks, things like that that just sort of bond the whole thing into one artistic integral whole. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often mm. anymore. So. I think that's the most pretentious sentence I've ever uttered. <laughs> I, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard many more. Oh dear, but it, it's a lovely thing to have, and uh, we're going to have a couple more songs from the album we're going to play, uh, and we're also going to have you perform live for us, Yay. which is going to be nice. Yeah. You're up for that? Yay. Yeah. Do you like singing live? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's better than singing dead. Yeah. Listen, I, I enjoy playing live, but you, you know, you've, it all depends on the, on the venue, the sort of stuff I play. Really, yeah. You know, so like, the quieter the better. Would it help if whilst you're performing today for us, uh, me and Adam had a little chat whilst you're playing? That would not help <laughs> at all. Because um, that really upsets me. Would you like to play us a song now, Mark? I can do. Yeah, let's, let's have a tune from you, sir. Um, I'm assuming this is off the album as well? Yeah. Um, um, I'll, I'll do the lullaby. Oh, lovely. Is, uh, hopefully that will shut her up for a little bit. <laughs> It is now. Right, so this is uh, just called Lullaby and it's, it's about being a dad, I guess. Don't walk the line, don't live by a book 
Kid there, uh, that was uh, uh, Lullaby off of the album, and uh, quite a lovely song. I seem to remember that, that was that the one you played. No, no, where was that? <laughs> no, was that one? <laughs> two December. I played it. Two December was the one you played at the Panic Awards. Yeah. There we are. When you won an award for being the best solo artist, did yes, yes, it was quite quite something. It was amazing. Yeah. Every, basically, what happened was there was a selection of artists that you could pick on the on the website, and everyone just clicked the silliest name. I think. I think that's probably it. Well, whilst they were voting for the other people that they your name is for. is the silliest. Well, I do know worse. It's got names. the word burn and side next to it. Ah. Oh, no, no, no. Come on. Be yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Paul. Such a wit. Uh, no, it's not. I think it's <coughs> a good name. But where did the name come from? It kind of um, as loads of reverb on me. Is that strange? Is that strange? Yeah, there you go. Uh, it, it comes from uh, when I was very when I was a kid. Actually, like, um, I'd go to school. My mum would pack me off with these lemon curd sandwiches, like really tightly wrapped in cling film. And you know, I'd get to school and sit down at lunch, and everybody else would be eating chips and so, you know proper hot dinner from the canteen, and I'd be sitting there and with my lemon curd squashed sandwiches. And it kind of just people, you know, the the children there sort of knew me as the lemon curd <laughs> kid. So it kind of just come from that, really. I kind of love the fact that it actually is because you were called the lemon curd yeah, kid. So because <laughs> of lemon curd. I kind of thought there'd be some I mystical like, reason yeah. behind it. But no, no that, that is the reason. That's and uh, it's been a, a love of my life. So, lit- so, so literally, your name is a, a name that you got bullied with at school? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, so I'm using the name <laughs> to fight back. <laughs> That's what it is. You can't call me Lemon Curd Kid anymore because I am the Lemon Curd Kid. If I ever became a musician, I couldn't follow the same rule. I think Cunty Fat Face wouldn't actually (laughs) work as well as an album title. Or Drippy for some reason. I don't know what they're for. What? Drippy? Drippy. Where'd you get that from? That sounds... That's a grammar school for you. They really put some imagination in. Oh, grammar school. Yeah. I went to school there. Yeah. He went to Kegs. I now live opposite Kegs. So I can watch all the boys in their shorts on the... So you you passed your 11 plus together? I, I did, yes. Yeah. It's not very clever, though, is he? No. <laughs> I think it was a fluke. I think it was, you know, I got the one paper that just had 16 questions on it that all said exactly the same thing. Is it what just is your name? It's 16 questions. No, no, it's quite no. a lot more. Than oh, okay. That. I didn't take it. Well, there's more, it's more than 11, isn't it? Uh, it's 11 plus. Quid, is it? Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck out. Um, can we say hello to James Balcom? No. 
because um, he wants more Bane impressions, please. Told you it would take off. Yeah, did, did, what, is, what did I call him the other week? Ginger Joy Boy or something like that? I can't Something remember to do with Ginger. <laughs> no. But he wants more Bane impressions. Can you do a Bane impression? Bane who? Bane who? Bane. From, from Batman. From Dark, Dark Knight Rises. Rises. I've not seen it. Tom Hardy. I shouldn't have. It's really good. Considering I work in that yes. industry. But, no, I've not seen it. <laughs> work in that sort of industry. That's the chap who played Bronson, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's awesome, But Bane, yeah, we do Bane impressions every week. Do it. Show me. Go on. Perhaps you're on the word shooter man for a foreign amount of flight. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go and see it now. <laughs> see, I'm do- see, I should get some money off Nolan just for like promoting the film. <laughs> go and see Batman. Go and see Donald Rises for Bane. What happens if I take that mask off? It'd be very extremely painful. You look like a big guy. For you! See, the whole, I could do the whole film, the whole screen. Yeah, yeah, we've had to suffer that because somebody who looks like a ginger top dildo asked for <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank you, listener James. <laughs> I'm so sorry, James. I've just been nasty. I'm being nasty today because I drank too much yesterday. He's in a really bitchy mood today. Oh, is, yeah. it, is this James from St Anne's? Yeah, the yeah James no, 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 no. Yeah. It's St Anne's. I refuse to call it a castle because it's not a castle. Why do you say this every time? Because it's not a castle. But it's named after St Anne's Castle. But it's not the, a castle. You can't the, call the it Elephant Anne's and castle. castle Pub. Isn't actually an elephant and castle. The Golden the Fleece isn't actually a Golden Fleece. I've seen a Golden Fleece that side. Huga isn't actually whatever the hell Huga is. Huga is not Chris Akabusi's place. Danish word, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not Chris Akabusi who went, Aruga, it's, it's John Fashnick. Well, James Why said... Does, now, that's the second time this week somebody's made that mistake, and I'm getting very cross about this. We need to not confuse our Akabusi's and Fashnick's. What did Akabusi say then? <laughs> That's it. Huga! <laughs> uh, he just laughed a lot. Akabusi just laughed all the time. And Fashion Who went, Huga! Can you read this out? James what? said, That's made my weekend. P.S. Oh, Andy's a. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Andy's a lovely man. Andy's a con- I think he's just said on the, uh, on, the, on the page there that I'm the nicest and best looking man he's ever met. That's what that stands for. Well, isn't he it? obviously hasn't met me. Hey! Bom, 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 bom. Charming, unique, nice, and. Tarty. Tarty. James, don't... Just... James, go home. Well, I'm glad we've made his week. We've made his week, so... Uh, we'll weekend. go back to speaking to the Lemon Curd Kit, shall we? Hey, Lemon Curd Kit! Do you want to ask a couple of questions about the album there, um, Adam? Oh, God. <laughs> Not go really, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of the album? I haven't heard it. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, haven't I? Done, on, done your research... Go. You did not tell me he was well, coming on here. It's not Thursday. actually out yet. Exactly, so, yes. So you, you wouldn't have been able to yeah, hear it. If I said I had heard it, he'd be like, would you torrent it or something? <laughs> did yeah. you get a copy? Then I'd be in really deep trouble. That's true. That is true. He didn't tell me he was coming on the show till Thursday. Yeah, he didn't tell me I was coming on the show until yesterday. Yeah, and even so. then, I don't trust him. Because he said last time, in one episode, yeah, I've got loads of people. I turn up, he's sitting in his pants on the sofa. Guys, it's just me and you today, Adam. Yeah. True. That was a Everybody horrible... Everybody had already been round. That was a horrible episode. I felt sick when I left. I had to go to the hospital. You drunk too much. <laughs> I turned up on a Sunday, didn't leave till Thursday. <laughs> Couldn't leave. That was me. I put run faster on the wall. That was me. <laughs> run faster yeah, or to, walk it, quicker. It's to remind me. Cause I don't what a memory what you've got. I had, like a, I had like a memento moment. I was writing something on the wall, so when I come around here, it triggers my mind. <gasps> this is where it happens. In 30 years' time, when you're dead, I'm going to go to ITV. And there's going to be something yeah, about you. are going to talk to the guests. Oh, Lemon Kirk. I don't know anything about his album. Why don't, he, why don't you tell me about it? Why don't you ask album? him some questions that you might want to know about the album? What's the message? <laughs> the message? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Great question, Adam. <laughs> Amazing. I don't know, it's like a jungle out there. <laughs> the message. Yeah, what's the message? I guess I, I guess that the overall sort <laughs> kind of message is triumph over adversity. Hmm. Um, that's also yeah, a good message, I think. That's what it's about as well, isn't it? Gaga. Yeah. Do you think the BNP could change their slogan to triumph over diversity? <laughs> oh. That'd be good, wouldn't you it? If you ever get me for that, ask a question, you should come up with stuff like that. All right, so why the boy did it kick back? Uh, it's not really, you know, I, you know, I don't really like to, to say what all these things mean because, mm. you know, I, I, I think it's, it's good for people just to make up their own minds and ideas. You know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm a true believer of not, saying what things are about, songs not are about. Not feeding the audience. The yeah, because I think, you know, if you listen to an album and a song makes you feel a particular way, then you you should make up your own mind of what it means to you and yeah. what you think it means. If I tell you a song is about me going shopping, that's going to absolutely kill whatever you had. So I, I'm true. There's many a time where that. I've looked up um, songs by people I love um, and... Uh, it's turned out that the, there's a definition online of what the song's about. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and I'm going, that's not what I got from the song. Why Why is that? You know? Exactly. It's a spoiler. So. Yeah, that was a uh, great Paul Thomas Anderson quote when they asked him about the film The Master. What's it about? What's the story about? It's not really much about story. It's all about the characters. Yeah. So that's his way of saying, yeah. there isn't a story. <laughs> Don't ask that question. <laughs> but it is true that you know what people take from something is much more important than what you you know, intended them to take from it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's songs on there that are obvious, like the lullaby, you know, you can, mm. that's obviously written about... It's about monsters. About monsters. Yeah. Um, you awesome know, um, and there's a, a song on there called uh, Miss Me When I'm Gone, which is kind of quite obvious, of just about stop stopping playing mm. and give, giving up music and stuff like that. It's quite obvious. Um, but the rest of it's quite open to su- suggestion, I thought it was about... Um, sorry, the, the daughter's just found condoms in one of the tubs on the top there. <laughs> I think that's awesome, because I could see your, your partner frantically trying to stop her without letting anyone realise that that's what she's found. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, my God. You just wanted to play with the condoms. It's, you know, it's always the same. Jesus Christ. The boy did kick back, though. Yeah. If you said you take it from... You could take that as two different meanings, I think. Yes, because you could be, and that's what I like about that. Like when when people have asked me uh, what it means, like the guy uh, Ben Stanbury who did the artwork, um, tried to come up with the whole concept of the artwork for the album, and he asked me what what it meant, and I had to kind of explain to him that it wasn't the boy who fought kicked back. back and relaxed kicked back. <laughs> it was the boy who kicked back who fought back as such. Mm. So it's interesting, like different people. Uh, think it's it's a diff- it's a different one. So yeah. it, it says a lot about people. We've well, been... he could have just kicked someone in the shins. Yeah, you know, they kicked him in the shins. That's what you do when you fancy a girl at primary school. What, you, what, kick him in the, in the shins. <laughs> yeah, when you're a little when you're when you're a little kid, you, you, when you fancy a girl, so you end back up to you being a woman beater yeah. again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We've gone back to that again. I've Should never we um... kicked a woman in the shins because I fancied her. Should we play another song? I normally just steal them. Should we play another song? Put them in the back. So of the well, I can actually. Yeah, Talk to take them home. Mark off air and then he. I would love to play another song actually. Uh, we're going to play um, a very good track I've uh, uh, got lined up. Where is my mouse? Here we are. Um, yeah, this is Break Her Fall, and this is from The Boy Who Kicked Back by Lemon Code Kids.
And that was, indeed, uh, The Lemon Curd Kid uh, with Break Her Fall. I love that song. Thanks, yeah. mate. That was a really good song. I like that. Mm, good. Yeah. I was going to say, it. I was listening to the boys... again. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that good. <laughs> it just won't go away. Kill it. Kill it with fire. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I listened to the, the boys' album the other day. Yeah. And um, 
There's that song that you did with them. I, yeah. And I love the vocals and that. Because I love the boys' style. It's proper, like, chevy, and it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then your awesome vocals come in. I'm like, this sounds like it could be out there on the radio. <laughs> Obviously, it wouldn't be out on the radio because of the, uh, the language yeah, and, yeah. and all that. But I think it was really good. And I think your voice sets a good standard yeah. to a lot of the songs that you can go yeah, with. I think so, it was the first time they'd, they'd done that, like, brought in somebody uh, to sing on track. But, yeah, I, I think they're great. Like, absolute fits of hysterics unfortunately obviously they're dead oh, yeah. they will be missed so um, yeah. so we, I think we should play it on the boys Andy, you need one to episode. stop eating he, he's eating a pan of chocolat or whatever it's called pan of chocolat what's chocolate. a chocolat chocolat yeah he's eating a chocolate thing <laughs> chocolate pastry it's like a croissant <laughs> I do love the way you say croissant it's I can't speak I do podcasts and I can't that speak that true uh, yes, apologies there, ladies and gentlemen. I did just suddenly eat uh, uh, half a pan of chocolate in one go, which was quite bad of me. Uh, but yes, um, it's one of the nice things about being part of the local scene is I've, I've seen you perform since probably 2000. And I remember when you were in a band called Balgy, an act called Balgy, yeah. uh, with the brilliant Matt Faust, Um And you were then uh, doing stuff. I remember you performed one of the Bay Days with Rich, uh, Richard uh, and uh, Jay as well, wasn't he? Yeah. On there. I seem to remember I've got photos of you looking very youthful doing that somewhere. You look youthful now. uh, Camels in the Kitchen. Oh, God. I remember that song. Yeah. Uh, I've got the CD over there. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, seeing you all over that time, the nice thing is as well is seeing you progress and become more and more of a mature artist and so on and so forth. Yeah. Do you think that's something you've enjoyed with other artists locally as well? Yeah, you know, there's... There's, I've seen some amazing local acts over over the time I've been playing in different bands and stuff like that, and you know it's just such a travesty that no, no one has, has really sort of made it. I think you know, I mean, so obviously some people try harder than other people, but uh, you know, there, there's some amazing acts still out there now, and and people who are trying, you know, um, like obviously Wild Combination, um, oh, superb, you know, great band. There, you know, you can tell that Christian's pushing. Some great things, and you know, I like to see that. You know, I, I was very lazy when it comes to pushing it, I and mean, it's a hobby really for me. But you know, in, in the past, like Matt Herbert, um, you know, he was one of the first people to sort of say to me, You're good, you should play some songs. And mm. you know, um, obviously, a uh, little donkey are great at the moment, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the Northern Bastard, obviously, Library have uh, got a new album coming out, yes, which is the, yes, which is the launch. Um, Captain Water Grey, Guide Dogs for the Dead, you know, yeah. James, James you Carroll, know, yeah. I love what he does. Uh, you know, there's there's loads of people out there, and there's more and more new new stuff turning up, and I love it. I love the local the local scene. Mm. Got a message from somebody. It said, um, from Terry Crouch, said, I hope that soon the public will find that people such as the Lemon Curd Kid are actually out there and not believe that James Arthur is the next biggest thing. It kills me inside to see people praise any of the X Factor bollocks when there was t- this kind of talent out there. Yeah, the, that's why I think it's a, a fair comment. I mean, all, all I would say is that uh, you know I've seen that X, the X Factor and that that James Arthur is it's got some pipes on him, and you know mm. it's just a shame that he has to go on that program yes. to to be noticed. I think that's the thing. I, I don't dislike any of the artists who are involved in these uh, talent shows and TV shows <coughs> where it's about promoting a certain type of branding and everything else to make money. 
Um, it's, I have a problem with the whole show itself, the way they manipulate somebody who has got a great voice yeah. and will force him to, if he's successful for several years, make music that's utterly vapid and worthless. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's the whole Matt Cardle scenario. Absolutely. You know, local, local acts, I mean, Seven Summers were, were great bands. Brilliant band, brilliant And band. You, why, why sell your soul to a, a programme like that? Mm-hmm. The problem what he's done, though, with Matt Cardle is that he was big, off the X Factor, people loved him, and then when he started wanting to do his own thing, they kind of like push him to the side. So now he's out there trying to write his own songs again and yeah. push it out there, but they're not helping him out. No, exactly. So that's, the, that's the problem. <clears throat> yeah, you get dropped like a sack of shit, don't you? Yeah. So unless you do what it's they not worth it. You know, I think there are people actually on our live scene that would probably benefit from it. You know, like people like Paolo Morena, who have been banging around for years and years. Mm. You know, he's tried so hard every avenue he possibly can. The guy's got an amazing voice. Yeah. You, someone like that on that program, he'd flourish. Do you know what I mean? And I, I just think at some point there's going to be a point where he might consider it because he's been trying so hard for so long. There's no sort of avenue for people to. You to, just need that. Is you need that little kick. Yeah, it's sometimes a platform, isn't it? Yeah. But we, you know, Matt Cardle, he didn't. You know, I mean, if you say it didn't work. I guess he's probably got a nice place in London and he's oh, playing, work. Yeah. playing show, he's doing big all shows right. and yeah. stuff. Do you know what I mean? He's so made money from it and, and that's nice, but that's not what it's all about. Exactly. It's an entertainment show, though. Now, it's not a talent show anymore. It's an entertainment show. Yeah. When you get people like that violin on, you, you're pretty much admitting <laughs> it's an entertainment <coughs> yeah. show. It's not about talent. They've already picked their winners. Yeah, exactly. They know who they want well, people to they, vote They for. tried to make it more credible this year by letting people like, do their own songs yeah. and mm. play, play guitars and... And uh, yeah, I just I just don't. I watch you know I'll watch it because it's good TV. In mm. the not because I'm going to buy somebody's record at the end of it. I I never watch it not uh, like in some sort of pretentious way. I'm going no, I can't watch it. I don't watch live TV at all. I watch everything downloaded behind you know after it's been on or record stuff in yeah. advance. So it's never something I would choose to record and then watch later. So I just never see it. So I'm always a bit left out, really. I don't really understand what everybody's going on about. <laughs> well, we've got, we've got, no we've got a request from, from someone. Right? Yeah. Can you play some Jedward? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> James Balcom wants some Jedward. So. Yeah. Well, One Direction, that'd be good. Well, I, don't know, I don't know any One Direction. <laughs> no, he says that, um, but he's like, I don't know someone. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> maybe some Wagner? Wagner, yeah, that's. Oh, that's an old name, Jesus. <laughs> Apparently, he was a karate expert. Like, uh, Is he? yeah, he's fat though. He wrote really good operas. Wrote really uh, good. Op- oh, that Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, we're on fire today. Um, Jed, was speaking Dave. of local performers, earlier on, as we were saying, very talented people. You did mention you wanted to play a track by a local act, uh, and you wanted me to play a song <coughs> by Mr. Matt Herbert. Yeah, I love this. So um, he's awesome, um, and. Yeah, a lovely chap. I think he's back in playing. He's rehearsing with the band again. Yeah, apparently, yeah. New band's coming. I'm really excited about that. Something to look forward to. You know, he's a fantastic guitar player. And uh, it's a shame that he stopped when he did because his songwriting was was starting to get really good. Absolutely. Um, And And this is a great example of that. I I, I love this song. I sing along to it. I listen to it on my iPod. You know, it's it's a good song. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is... uh, What do I say, ladies and gentlemen, like I'm in a club? Because you're an idiot. No, that'll be it. This is Save Me by uh, Matt Herbert.
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Save Me by Matt Herbert. Uh, back in the days when it was with Matt Herbert and the heavy hitters, uh, way back when. But boxing! I better say, that's playing. <laughs> uh, but yes, that was a, a great tune from another wonderful local act. Um, chosen by the Lemon Curd Kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were just having a very nice chat uh, whilst that song was well, playing. I wasn't. Um, Reminiscing. Yeah. Weren't talking to me. Sorry, man. Not a third Thinking right. back to the days of... of uh, of when we were young, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, during that, I was thinking you, you actually gave me my first gig as the Lemon Curd Kid. I did I at the Bay Horse, yeah. Good Lord, with Matt Herbert, Good and Lord. you gave me money for it as well. Did I? Yeah, which really? Yeah, which doesn't happen. No, very no, often. Now, now we know you're lying. Back in the day, back in the day, now, I always, I always believe that um, any band should be paid, any act should be paid for performing. If you can, you know, because the pub is making money out of it, the venue's making money out of it. Even yeah. if it's your first ever time, they're still making money. And especially if it's the first time you performed to such and such, you know, you, you in that case, Lemon Good Kid, all your mates have come to see that first performance, yeah. they're making a lot of money. Why, how dare they turn around and go, well, I'm not paying you? Yeah, that, that pub closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, there you I go. I did keep giving away their money to artists. <laughs> Just kept taking out the till. I paid him <laughs> 16 grand for that gig. <laughs> That's your first time, is it? Oh, brilliant. It's a thousand pounds. I think it was like 20, 30 quid. But yeah, it was it's good. Not, it's not bad. It's, it's just the sentiment. It's, it's nice it occasionally. Is. It should cover the cost of your travel, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, Shakey's, Shakey's good for that these days. You know. Yes, yeah. I think it's important that, you know, people do get paid for their time. Uh, if it's a charity gig, of course, I, I've never paid anyone because you can't, really. Because no. it's a charity. Yeah. You either pay everybody and then the charity doesn't make any money or you don't pay anyone. Obviously, you cover, like, uh, transport costs and such like, but, yeah, uh, I was always adamant about that. I don't know why I'm waffling on, to be honest. Well, yeah, you I are. think I'm still a bit drunk. Do you want to sing us a live song? I can do. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'll do... What, now? Um, yeah. Fuck it. Okay, uh, I'll do... This is called uh, Hide and Seek. Lovely. And, um... Oh, sorry, hide to seek. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about um, playing hide and seek, <laughs> but nobody actually coming to find you. It's just a bit pointless.
Thank you very much, Lemon Co. Kid. Thank you, Mark. Uh, yeah, lovely. <laughs> now, the important question about the uh, album is when can people get hold of it and how and when's the best opportunity to see you doing the, the songs from the album? Uh, 14th of December, which is the same night as Terry Crouch's night, the Black Bull, <laughs> ah. <laughs> which, he, which he plugged. Uh, yeah, on the 14th of December, there's a, an, an album launch at Hooger. Um, you've also got... Uh, the library suits album launch on exactly the same night, so that you know we're, we're good friends. So I didn't think I'd command a whole night to myself, so I've muscled in on their album launch. Um, so yeah, two <coughs> two albums launched on the same night. It's going to be released on the 14th on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, um, and obviously you can get the CD from me when you see me play live so I thought you were just walking down the street or if you see me walking down the street Oi, Mark! Uh, it's going to be dirt cheap as well give me that CD yeah so it's, it's pretty much going to be everywhere and 14th of December at Hooger's are the place to see it yeah marvellous and the library seats on the, on the same night that's quite a thing two album launches in one night from two fabulous local acts yeah there you go. I didn't, for some reason, that came out like I was being sarcastic. I really wasn't. <laughs> it did sound a little bit patronising. I don't know why, but I, I think that sounds pretty awesome. I think the, li- the library suit sounds taken. It's literally taken two years mm. to to come at, to, to get it to get out, it, you know, yeah. because they, they, I think they recorded it over a year, a year, two years ago. Then the guy that was producing it went off and did uh, sound for oh, what are they called Joy Formidable. Mm. Um, guy called Neek, who's like an amazing producer. I used to use him in my old band, Halo Mobile. Lovely fellow as well. Yeah, yeah, great guy. And he, obviously, he's, he's done really well now, and he's out there um, doing the live sound for Joy Formidable, which are big bands, you know, they're big bands. So the library suit sound kind of got sidelined, and I think he was doing it in between 
geeks, yeah. you know, at Reading and, and stuff like that. So um, I think that, you know, for them, it's been a bit of a battle to get to get it out. And, you know, I've heard bits and pieces and, you know, ev- every time they write, they get better and better. Yeah. And the, just the fact that they're just lovely people. Yeah, they're, they're incredibly nice guys and uh, in, individually very talented. And then as a whole, they've kind of come together and been very, very good, very successful as well. Yeah. Uh, very popular. Nice young man. I'd yeah. touch him. <laughs> well, you have to ruin it. You send it, you send it in, and then you get to that. I just want to ruin anything beautiful I see. <laughs> <laughs> and young John Ruskin is beautiful, and I'd like to ruin him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have many friends, do you, Andy? No. <laughs> Acquaintances? None. Yeah. None, to be precise. I have one. He, he just moved to Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> is it because of you? Most likely. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's entirely possible. <laughs> um, yes, it, it, but they are a very good band, so I shall look forward to that night. I'll try and be there and at TC's night at the Black Ball as well. Are you going to do same time. I'm gonna do He's going to clone himself, or he's going to get someone to dress up like him and send them there. <laughs> so it's going to be like one person here, one person there. Imagine, can you imagine two Andy Pauls? That'd be brilliant. Uh, uh. You'd have to have two Facebook groups for I Hate Andy Paul. Yeah. Double cunt action. Double, I was just about to say that. <laughs> double a cunt. 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 We've gone from not really using the C bomb at all to suddenly saying it ten times in one minute. The, the, the baby's gone. Yeah. <laughs> she, she has. Yeah. It sounds she, more sinister than it should. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> she read the wall. Oh, run for we're we're going to have to stop the show. The baby's gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the baby's been taken, but no, she hasn't been. And she's left some condoms on the table for us. Can I ask you a question, Andy? Yes. I'm looking around your room, and there's lots of interesting bits and pieces. But I've just seen a certificate that says "cultural champion." Yes. Could you explain to me what a cultural <laughs> champion not. is? Please. And explain it. Andy. I don't really know. I don't really know. Who gave um, it to you? It was for the work we've done with local stuff, and it was given to us by that MP who was recently heading up something, uh, Mr. Whittingdale. No, Willingdale. No, that's a village. Um, yeah, he. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, Wittering Fansley, whatever his name is. But yeah, it was a, it's a arts council thing. Oh, right. Yeah, don't sound too impressed. He, got one. he tore his up. It was good enough that you put it on your wall. So that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's quite sad. I did deliberate over that quite a lot. Should I put it on my wall and look like an ass, or should I not put it on my wall? You don't but need to put stuff on your wall and look like an ass. I'm really. strangely proud of it. You know. I do nothing, and yet I get gifts. I get certificates and presents of guitars from people and things like that. It's great. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> nice to be recognised for the nothing I do. Yeah. Should we play a song from his album? I think we should. Shall we play one more song, and then uh, after that, I think uh, we're going to talk about a couple of other things. Um, we've got Christmas coming up, so I'll talk a little ah, bit about that. Ah, Christmas. <coughs> and uh, talk about the next show and some other bits and pieces. So if we play one final song from your album, um, what's your favourite song off the album? I love them all like small children. Yeah, but which one do you love the most? <laughs> every time, uh, literally. I, I, I just can't help you. I saw Dan Moss from the Machine Gun Men the other night, <laughs> and he walked out the back of uh, Hooger, and we were hanging out the back, hanging out the back of him. We were hanging out the back of Hooger having a fag, and literally thirty seconds from when he started talking to me, it had gone from a polite conversation about how my son's doing and all of that to filth. It was literally just thirty seconds after filth. Which is why your flat's positioned opposite a boys' school. Yeah, and just up the road from a girls' school as well, so... They all walk past every day. It's a little... A bit creepy. <laughs> no, the creepy thing is the camera. 
Bye. <laughs> it's bad. I'm going to get done one day for something I've never done. I'd like to point out I'm, I'm not into high school girls. <laughs> the fact that you have to point Preschool out. girls. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shall we play a song from your album? Yeah, go on. Appropriately enough, named Darkness of Your Heart. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm going to take to mean, and my meaning I'm going to take from this is the darkness inside my soul. Yes. The cold, dead eyes of a, of a kitty fiddler. <laughs> oh, bloody hell.
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was The Lemon Curd Kid and Darkness of Your Heart. That actually sounded like a real professional uh, DJ for a second there. You did all right, yeah? That was good. Oh, yeah. oh your ears fall off. <laughs> my ear, headphones come out. Um, oh, and again. And again. <laughs> my ears fall off, cock Ah! Great album, man. Thanks. I'm going to get myself a copy. That's what I'll burn one for you. Yep. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> black, black market or something. <laughs> I know, I, know, I know a Chinese man who can get me one. Was I not supposed to do that? Because I've given it to a couple of people already. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give it to you like, one. You're only a fiver. <coughs> fiver? Yeah. I'm only selling it for four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm profiteering on the back of your artistry. <laughs> it, it'd be a good Christmas present. It would be a very good Christmas present. Yeah. If you're miserable. <laughs> Happy Christmas, Mum. Here's an album by someone you've never heard of. Strangle Wakes all the songs. <laughs> it was great before we started the show today um, uh, Mark was telling us about comedy watching comedy and all of that he doesn't really laugh at it he genuinely is the most miserable man I know I want you to meet my friend Large and you should sit in a room together and just mi- be miserable together it would be amazing it's an art it, it's a it's skill it's an art it's being a miserable skill. what not laughing no being miserable there's <laughs> not a lot to be happy about I never think of you <laughs> you're always such a cheerful funny man yeah <laughs> I guess. Like a Scrooge. I'm just realistic. Humbug. Is this hence Mark the Dark? Mark the Dark. There we are. Yeah. That, that, that goes back years and years and years. That's his superhero name. <laughs> From Star Wars. Ah, there we are. Yeah. That's pretty Should cool. I t- do you want to know the story? Sure, yeah, we, we want to know. Do Why not? When I, when I was very, very young, and we're talking about four, four years old, something like that, we went to a big shopping centre in the in middle of London with my mum and my nan. And uh, they went into this massive shop, and I was like, obviously, my mum's like, let's stay here with your sister, we're going to be really quick, waiting outside. In those days, you know, you could leave children anyway. Uh, wait outside. On the shelf. So they, they're in this shop for such a long time, and uh, my sister was like, we've got to go and find my mum. And I was like, four years old, so my sister's gone in, and I've lost her straight away, and I'm in this massive shopping centre in, in London. So the security guard comes up to me, are you lost? Yeah. Takes me to this, the lost person's office. So my mum's walking around the shop and uh, obviously trying to find me, and all of a sudden this Tannoy speaker comes on and says, "Good, the uh, parents of Mark the Dark, please come to the Lost Persons office." Because they'd ask, literally asked me what my name was, and I said Mark the Dark because I thought I was Darth Vader back then. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's, that's stuck as well. I think that's worthwhile. That's a good story. I enjoyed that. I, I love a good story, um, which is uh, appropriate because um, good stories are what Christmas is all about. Indeed. Oh, I want to talk about Christmas. That was a smooth segue, wasn't it? It's fucking awful. Uh, yeah, yeah, never mind. Uh, it is nearly Christmas. After all, it is the 2nd of December as we record this uh, this here clusterfuck of a show. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it is the 2nd of December. It is nearly Christmas. We're nearly there. We are going to have a kind of Christmas special show uh, in a week or so. Who's yeah. playing that, Andy? We're going to have Tall Dark Friend, actually, coming oh, down cool. uh, to perform. Uh, the lovely Tall Dark Friend. Who, he's uh, Tall Dark, but he's not my friend. Really? That's a bit harsh. He's a lovely man. He's insane. Met him once. He is bonkers, in yeah. a good way. Yeah, yeah. He's lovely. Very nice man. Um, but he's very talented. He's going to be coming along. Uh, he's going to be uh, doing some material from his new album as well, so much like yourself. It's very good. We're getting all these people asking to be on the show. Plug, plug, plug. It's great. Did they um, have one of them say, I'll do it if Adam's not here? They all say that. <laughs> but I hope you stick up for me and say, you, no, he has to be here. You know when they get here and they look all disappointed? <laughs> that's because I haven't told them that you've ended up coming anyway. Well, uh, okay. Yeah, that's Sorry, basically Mark. it. They don't want to know you, Adam. You are just a fat ass. 
I'm quite happy for days here. Are you? Yeah. I wouldn't like to be in a room with just you. See, that, I think that's what a lot of people do really say. <laughs> I think that is the uh, the he's, benefit he's of me the being here. the comfort blanket. Ooh, that conjured a very disturbing image in my oh, head. why? I don't know why. But you were cuddling him whilst I was assaulting you sexually. Oh, God. Right, what are we talking about Christmas? <laughs> we're talking about Christmas. We've got a Christmas show coming up, but also uh, all the pubs and venues are going to be doing lots and lots of stuff in the lead up to Christmas because it's getting exciting, it's getting big, and uh, everybody wants to go and enjoy themselves. So keep an eye out on your local scene. There's going to be some awesome bands playing. I know uh, I've seen a few gigs. We're going to fill you in on that next time we're here. But I would say, yeah, plan your Christmas carefully to make sure you don't miss out on the awesome stuff that's happening. Like the 14th of December gig with uh, Lemon Curd Kid in the library suits. The 14th Woo-hoo! of December gig with TC at Blackpool. Hey, cat gangster. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to his show. Go to Hooger, because he's a cat gangster. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> that. I was doing it in your voice. Didn't say never not me. No, it didn't. You pronounced all you sound properly. I've done a rock common geezer. <laughs> anyway, so Christmas is coming, and uh, we thought we'd have uh, a little opportunity to get a bit of a Christmas song squeezed out of the Lemon Curd Kid. We're going to squeeze a Christmas song out of you. Uh, like the lemon that you are, Lemon Curd Kid. Nice. <laughs> okay. I, I haven't spent much time <laughs> trying to get this right, so I will mess this up. But it will be beautiful. Um, okay. I'm sorry, Andy. Are you laughing because it's postman Pat? It is. Hang on. Postman Pat. Postman Pat. I'll start again. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen to hear Sleigh bells in the snow. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with every Christmas card I write. May your days be buried and brought. And may all your Christmases be white. And again! And the White Christmas. That was a lovely rendition of the song. White Postman. It didn't go wrong at all. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> B and P. Let's not suddenly get racist. <laughs> All right, should we? Uh, should we uh, leave? Oh, for good. That's a shame. Um, no fun. Should we play out the last song? I think we should actually finish there. So first of all, I'd like to say a big thank you to the Lemon Curd Kid who's been here promoting his album, uh, The uh, Boy Who Kicked Back. I forgot the name of it. Yep. Fuck. 
Um, the Boy Who Kicked Back, which will be available from the 14th. Go see him on the 14th at Hooger. It, it really is a genuinely brilliant album. I was very, very proud and pleased to have an early copy and uh, have a listen to it. So, Thank you for having me. That's all. No worries. Hey, my ass is it. It's a sweet. It is Christmas after all. Uh, but this uh, last song I'm going to play, I'm going to take a massive risk because uh, we might get into trouble for playing this. Why do you get in trouble? Well, it's I, I saw that they were playing a gig, I think, the other night uh, on Facebook, and they're really, really good, and they played at Brownstock this year, and I think they're a great, great band. Um, and this song, I remember them playing back when they were a completely different name to the band, Vinnie Vinnie, uh, and played the Bay Horse a couple of times for me, and I hated this song when they first performed it. I thought it was a really odd tune. Uh, and then I saw them do it at Brownstock Festival this year, and it was fucking brilliant, and I think it's great. And their album, Tales from the River Delta, is out now. Is but they the are milk? technically a signed band, yeah. The Milk. Yeah. And I think they're really, really good, and this is a tune off of their album. That, well, yeah. where, where, where can I buy it? They can buy it on iTunes. They can buy it on Amazon. Um, you can buy it anywhere, yeah. Any HMV store in Yeah. <laughs> HMV as well. Uh, other music shops are available. <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, there isn't really any other no. decent music shops, is there? Go to HMV. HMV's good. Good for games as well, I find. It's really cheap, that moment. Yeah. Is it? Oh, that's good. If you're ever in Harlow. Ah, brilliant. Just pop into the HMV there and spend money. Yeah. <laughs> Plug. How are they doing financially now? All right, actually. Yeah, looking up. Back, on, back to winning ways. Back to winning ways. That's that's what I'd like I say to say. I'll probably lose my job in the new year. It'd be really fucking funny if tomorrow morning they said HMV's gone bust. The dog's not listening anymore. <laughs> anyway, this is the milk and Mr. Motivator. We'll see you next time. Bye. It's not playing yet. There we, there we go. See ya. Bye.
That was a load of fucking shit. Really? No, I love you. You are such a negative bastard. Did well, you enjoy the well, he, put, he put us down right in. He's like, I'm a miserable fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything. Did you enjoy his music though? Did, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Lemon Kirk. There we go. You see? Um, uh, you, you, were you there? The Panic Awards that he won best solo performance. Yes, I was there. That was the first year I did some filming. It was a truly wonderful thing. I love the when fact you, that you, you got forgot up. your guitar. Yeah, you weren't prepared. Yeah. You didn't have your guitar. You were the only nominee that would not come prepared to perform if they won. Um, you uh, came up on stage and you seemed quite nervous as well at the time, which I was quite struck by because I, I, I never expect artists to be nervous or uh, not ready. And you got on stage and you were absolutely amazing. The entire room was silent. Yeah, it's, it's a really good platform that you know. Like, I, th- I like, I think like I was, what I was talking about about playing certain venues and atmosphere and stuff. That is perfect for my music. That. Well, people are just going to sit and listen, and yeah. it's not, they're not going to be sitting there having a beer. And it's the great thing about the Panic Awards, everybody there is there to appreciate and celebrate how great everybody is. I, so. think, I think the Panic Awards are, are fantastic, you know, and I think you get a lot of, a lot of people dissing it because of the way that it's, uh, you know, the voting and, and stuff like that, and I think people just need to get over it and just uh, enjoy it. We live know, in a world, though, where people will always complain about the voting process, no matter what it is. Yes. I mean, it, no matter what we did to the voting... Everybody would always complain. That's the thing with the panic was everybody would complain. I think what I always say to people is very friendly. If they start having a go about it, I'll always just sort of say, it's a fun thing. But it is recognising and slapping on the back everybody who's involved. You can get involved. You can not get involved. It's up to you. But I think it's a fun thing that is done for nothing, for charity. Um, yeah. And everybody benefits from it. Oh, you know, I think so. the people, the fact that people are complain about it, means you're doing something right. Absolutely. You know, well, it's, you know, it's there's a, a real buzz about this year's. Yeah. It's, it's a cliche, gone, isn't it? It's like it's the taking part that counts. Yes. Unless you lose, and you're a bit of a loser. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, but we'll be up. For, <laughs> we'll be up for best podcast. I've, uh, been, the, I've been a loser. Yes, and a winner. So and you've experienced both. I have. You know the ups and downs. Yeah. The highs and lows. Broke my heart. <laughs> so sorry Strangle wanking in the corner Sorry I've got spare awards here If, if you want Have you? Yeah I've got one for Essex Rocks From every show oh, they've, can I Every time one? they've won Okay even if they get nominated oh, I love, And I love yeah. the Essex Rocks lads They're there great go. guys They do a lot of good Essex Rocks best promoter But they've never turned up At the show They've won three times They've never turned up They've never collected their awards Do you think they actually know That they've been nominated? They do yeah okay. they, they get, We contact them and let them know And they never come and get involved So this year I'm sorry Essex Rocks But if you're nominated I'm going to strike you from the list <laughs> Because 
I've got three awards. I don't want you to collect them because I like them. They're bookends in my flat. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> Rant. I, I'd like to put a suggestion forward for uh, best uh, contributor. What's the like, what's the like, big award at the end? Outstanding. Um, outstanding outstanding uh, contribution. Shaky. <coughs> yeah, he's won. Shaky's won outstanding. Yeah. Already? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's 20 years ago. Uh, the best thing is, I was talking to him a few months ago, and he, he said, you know, it's a shame that he's not won that, and, you know, considering everything. And I went, so he did. He did. You have won it, yeah. That man lives. I, I like <laughs> to think it's like the fellowship by the, from BAFTA. It's like the fellowship award. You can only win it once, really, because it's, it's oh. not voted for by the public. It's chosen about how brilliant you are at contributing. So um, we should really, probably this year, we'll put a little video together of everybody that's won it previously so that everybody's reminded of how great these people are nice. I think I should win it because he does live and breathe the music but yeah that's that's what I like about Shaky. I love it yeah. you know he, it's every day you know some of us just pick up the guitar every now and then and play when we can in between work and stuff like that and you know Shaky, he lives it and he does yeah. promote local music so so much you know taking park. stuff to like uh, so Shaky doesn't like Guns and Roses though <laughs> <laughs> oh, really uh, yeah, he hates them. Oh, yeah, hates them. I heard yeah. him once say that they were the worst band <laughs> that ever performed in the country, ever. In the world, I think, actually, he said. I think he said, Axl Rose is an idiot and Slash is the worst guitarist ever. It's true. It's, it's a true, true fact. It's true. Yeah. There you go. Shaky hates uh, Guns N' Roses. He hates rock and roll as well, but, you know, yeah, hates. hates. Hashtag, hashtag Shaky hates Hashtag Axel. Shaky hates Axl. <laughs> if everyone can Twitter that... That'd be brilliant. Shaky's going to kill me. Um, but that's fine. Shaky hates Axel. That's hashtag Shaky hates Axel. That'd be a great thing. Anyway, that was a great show. Thank you very much, Mark. Lemon Kid. Thank you. Everybody go and buy his album from the 14th of December onwards or go to Hugo on the 14th because that's going to be great. Um, a great night. So, yeah, it's a good album. I enjoyed it. I'm getting a copy. Whoop. Yay. Are we done? We're done. Oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs>